This is Roscoe. You may know him as the host of the Chop by T podcast, longtime secret lover of dolphins, and habitual masturbator. This is his story. You know I used to be a correctional officer, right? The worst job I ever had in my life, nigga. The shit was so stressful. I remember coming in one time, high as a motherfucker. I'm talking about high as a giraffe pussy, nigga. <laughs> I, had, I had faced a, a blunt 45 minutes before I came in that motherfucker. So I remember coming in there, went into the briefing room. The captain pulled me to the side. He said, Roscoe, you got suicide watch. I'm like, bet, suicide watch. This shit finna be a breeze today. For people who don't know, suicide watch is when they put an, in, an inmate in an isolated room because he either threatened to hurt himself or anybody else, or, or he tried to kill himself. Mm-hmm. So, we're trying to end it all. Yeah, so they put him in his isolated room. You had to watch him from, from the outside of it. So, as soon as I come in and sit down, bro, this man looked at me and started yelling. You let that man rape me. You let him rape me, you fucking nigga. You let him rape me. I'm like, what the fuck going on? Remember, I'm high. So I started laughing. When I laughed, it pissed him off. Mm. So he started banging his head, banging his head on the door or whatever. Boom, boom, boom. You let him rape me. Started taking off all his clothes. (laughs) Boy, stripped out. Bullshit you not. This man got butt ass naked, bro. Turned around. Bent over, spread his cheeks to show me his asshole, and like, and kept saying, "You let him rape me. You let him rape me." I'm like, "What the fuck?" And the funny part was, he didn't just grab him and, and show me. He kind of smacked his ass and spread his cheeks. Mm. Left two little red handprints on his ass. Whatever shit was funny as fuck. He's a pink man, bro. White as fuck. Yeah, white as fuck. Yeah. So that shit, like I said, I was high. I still had a stupid ass smirk on my face. Mm. He turned around, looked at me, started squatting. I'm like, what the fuck he's squatting for? I stand up. This man started taking a shit in the middle of the flow, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this man really in manic behavior right now. So he picked the shit up, started smearing it all on the walls, bro. Smearing it all on the, ro- on the walls and wrote, fuck you, nigga, on the wall. That shit didn't make hard R. Hard R. Listen though, it didn't piss me off because I'm sitting here like feeling bad. I'm really thinking he got his ass took. Yeah, like somebody took his manhood. Niggas fucking up his yeah, shit. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of feeling for him. You feeling for him? You know what the fuck I mean? Yeah, now. I know what you mean. <laughs> so I was, I was like, damn, somebody took this man manhood. He he got them in manic behavior. So the captain come in there and they get the nurses. They calm him down and shit. So the captain ended up pulling me to the side. He was like, you know why he was doing all that, don't you? I'm like, nah. I'm like, shit, did he get raped? He's like, that man didn't get raped. He's actually in here for raping. He raped a little 10-year-old girl, and the inmates was storing him and shit. Taking his shit yeah, and all taking his shit, taking his commissary, mm. kicking his ass. Mm. So he said he had to make a decision, get the fuck up out of there. So he did all this, start wigging and shit so they can transfer him to an easier camp. Damn. Damn, it's crazy. But you know what? Like these are the conditions that that most. I don't feel sorry for him. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? He's white too. I don't yeah. care about him. Rape a ten year old girl. He ain't yeah, raped a ten year old girl. You know, white, white and rape. Shit. Yeah. yeah. But the reality of the the conditions that we're living in, or that they are forced to live in, ultimately put them in that situation. Yeah. Because even besides that, you know, he's getting extorted doing all that shit. But 
It's been other situations where motherfuckers not. Like, we know some people, you know, they won't mention their names or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've seen videos of them bugging out and shit on, yeah. on drugs and shit. They trying to escape, bro. Mm-hmm. There ain't no place for a person to it be, ain't. you yeah. know. It's hum- it's inhumane, actually, bro. Yeah, it's inhumane. It's, it's, it's shit that they do to uh, animals. You cage an animal, you mm-hmm. put them in there. Mm-hmm. It's not a cool place to be for anybody, bro. And there's no way you can get rehab being in a certain place like mm-hmm. that. There's no rehabilitation in there, bro. None at all. None at all. Like it's it's crazy to me, um, that motherfuckers have to like really go through that. You know, they have to be put in in them types of situations. I mean, some people may deserve to be there, but who am I to say that though? It's, it's fucked up. I seen people in there. They got someone you call PC protective custody or segregation. Mm-hmm. Put them in segregation. They in there for a month. No, by themselves. Motherfuckers been there for years, bro. Go crazy. Five, ten years they in in that motherfucker. Imagine you spending Christmases. That's the first thing I think about Christmas. You spending Christmases in by yourself in solitude, bro. You don't know the days passing. You don't know if it's cold outside. You know anything? Well, you may know it's cold. It may let you out or something for an hour, maybe. But like, you just don't know, bro. They used to just call me to the door and just want me to tell them about what's what's going on, like what who popping in music and shit like that. Now, like they don't even know, bro. Shit crazy It's fucked up It's really fucked up You um, Here now And you work down here So you're not in the prison anymore What was the thing That led up to you Not working in the prison anymore I'm gonna tell you real quick So This was my first time Getting on the response team Right And the response team What is that The response team is uh, It's basically a team Of correctional officers Where they They control the, the rec yard They uh, run the cafeteria They respond to codes like say if somebody fighting, somebody don't want to lock down, mm-hmm. you know, shit. When shit get extreme, they come help out. Right, right, right. So, like I said, this is my first day on the response team. We go into the captain room. We chilling. We eating. We on a little break. All of a sudden, you hear cold red, cold red on our unit. So, let me paint this picture for you. You got. 60-year-old captain. Mm. White. White. Oh, that, that, that make him 80. Oh, yeah. I'm the, I'm, I'm, I'm the only black dude at this time on the response mm. team. Just mm. put that out there. Mm. You got a fat white dude out of shape like a motherfucker. Mm. You got a female, and you got another white dude. He he in pretty good shape. You can tell he work out and shit like that, but he's still a white boy. Mm. I don't feel protected at all. Right, 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 right. So we, we run into our unit. I dropped my walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. That bitch slid backwards. I had to run back and go get the walkie. I run back and get it. I passed the fat white boy. Mm-hmm. After doing that, passed the fat white boy, get to our unit. We waited on the white boy, the fat white boy to get there. So we in the salad port. You got the salad port. Then you got the, the door to the actual pod. Mm-hmm. So you hear a bunch of commotion. So I looked through. When I tell you, bro, shit like a, a murder scene, blood was everywhere, all on the ground and shit. Mm. And the inmate I saw, bro, that shit fucked me up. The man's head was big as a pumpkin, bro. It was so swollen from like getting jumped and beat on and shit. So I look at I look at the people I'm with. I'm like, we gotta get in here. We gotta get him. So he see us. So when he he see us looking at him. The inmate see us looking at him. So he, you can see, like it was like a look of relief on him. Like, so thank God, yeah, like like thank here. God. So he started trotting towards the door, like mm. like something off the Walking Dead, though, like a slow mm. trot. You know mm. what I'm saying? 
So we wait till he get to the door. We pop it open. We bring him in. Bruh, I'm looking at this man. This man had skin falling off his face where it looked like somebody just took a knife or a razor and just cutting him up, slicing his ass. Mm-hmm. Dreads, falling, dreads falling out of his head. Teeth going out of his mouth. He had the, the goals in his mouth, the ones that you know, the real shit. The locked, he was locked. Yeah, yeah, the shit was locked in, stumped out his mouth, bro. So we get him and we get him to safety. Okay, now we got to go ahead and lock the inmates down. They turned up in this motherfucker, bro. I do not want to go in. I'm be real. I feel you. you know, like I, I ain't no super tough nigga. I say I did not want to go in there, yeah. bro. So the captain's like, we got to go in there, y'all. We got to lock them down. So we went in there. When we went in there, we had our hands on our spray like we were about to spray. Mm. When I say, bro, when I looked at them, though, them niggas are like gladiators. They look mm. taller. They look bigger, faster, all that shit, bro. Mm. And he was like, they seen us with our hand on the spray. They was like, y'all bet not spray over that bullshit. We're going to beat y'all ass in here. Mm. They said... We'll lock down, just don't spray us. Mm. So they were diplomatic about the shit. Mm. They locked down easily. Mm. So after they locked down, we had to do the cleanup. So I'm mopping the blood up and shit like that. And I'm just thinking like, damn, I can't believe they did this to this man. And it was one, it was Crips on Crips, right? Mm-hmm. We had the OG Crip. You had the young Crip and they selling together. I was gonna ask you what the fuck they the yeah. motherfuckers get into it about. Yeah, God, damn, they done all that to the nigga. They was sharing a cell phone, right? Mm. The OG crib had been testing the young boy, mama. Mm. So they just going back and forth texting and shit. But she fucked around, sent him some news. <laughs> <laughs> that shit don't even make sense. And she know <laughs> her son <laughs> share a phone with this man. <laughs> And, and like what He indulging in the shit Yeah he He indulging in it Like They going back and forth In that month <laughs> I'm gonna keep it one with you <laughs> I'm gonna keep it one with you Nigga Right I love you to death If I see my mama titties In your phone now, Nigga now, If I see my mama tits In your phone Nigga It's over You hear me you They should have beat the fuck out there Nigga Bro They did bro they they said they held him down. It was like four other guys, mm. right? So there's five guys. Mm. Held him down, beat the fuck out of him, bro. Beat the hell out of him, bro. So, you know, I'm cleaning up this blood. And as I'm cleaning up this blood, I just keep seeing images of his fucking face in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. They really fucked him up. I'm like, bro, I'm just a CO. Mm. They did him. They did him like that. You know they'll do me like that. He in there with him, and he a crip, too. Yeah, he a crip. That's crip on crip. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to paint this picture for you. When you when you a correctional officer and you in that pod, you got 32 on this side, and you got 32 on that side. Mm-hmm. That's 64 inmates. And just you. You and maybe another motherfucker, man. Just two, just two of y'all. Yeah, crazy. Don't let, don't let you be short-staffed. It's crazy. So with that, all that going through my head, and it just hit me, I said, bruh, you ain't nothing but a sharecropper on the plantation. Yeah. Just modern day. That's it. You ain't making much. Eleven twenty nine at that time. Yeah. That's it, bro. Yeah. So I made an executive decision. Like, shit, I worked two two more weeks. Mm. Took my clothes back to the uh, prison. Walked up out that motherfucker. Told him I quit. 
Didn't look back, nigga. Man. The reality is, and and the shit really fucked up though. Like, cause if you put it all into perspective, like they fucked this man up. But all of this is just a build up of aggression and, and like and, yeah. and hurt in the moments and shit, bro. That's also what I thought too. I was like, right. it, it wasn't because it, it was because his mama did the shit. Yeah, you know, so, but it's hurt. He locked away from his family. Yeah. He directed the energy onto bro. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah. And I, like I said, again, I, I got to reinforce this shit. There's no rehabilitation in, in these. It's not, moments, bro. It's never like a moment of like, of, of of fucking helping that person get to a better place. If he came out a robber or whatever that man would pimp, whatever the case may be, he a whole killer now. Or at least, damn near, he willing to kill. It's so high tension. I found myself being more aggressive in the outside world. Absolutely. What's good? This is T, host of the Child by T podcast. And if you made it this far, I want to let you know something. You need to get your ass up and come get our merch, baby. Get the merch, get the merch, get the merch. It's www.chopbyteapodcast.com. Buy the merch, support us, support us, support us. And also, if you're watching this, like, comment, and subscribe. Again, like, comment, subscribe. We need that. It's going to help out with the algorithm, all of that shit. We're trying to get famous and quit our job. June 16, 1944, George Stinney was executed. He was executed by electric chair, and his last words were, no, sir. Now, you may be asking, what's the significance of all of this? Well, George Stinney was black. He was a black man. No, no. He wasn't a black man. He was a child. He was 14 years old. As a matter of fact, he was the youngest to ever be executed in American history. A black child, well, at least recorded American history. We all know the history of um, how they did us, but I digress. He maintained his innocence throughout the whole thing. There was never a written confession. The evidence was poor, to say the least. And also, if I could take myself and... Being that time, I really don't honestly think that they even made an attempt to try to to do, you know, a, a proper investigation, like zero detective work. I sit here and I think, wow, how far we've came. We have electric cars. Well, this incident that happened with him was only, what, eight decades ago? The grandmother may have been a kid at that time. The reality is this. George Stinney was executed. Executed. By means of the electric chair. And it took 10 minutes, 10 whole minutes to decide his fate. And here we are. Eight decades later, well, seven decades later at least. And they finally decided that he was innocent and exonerated him. This is our American history. Absolutely. And oddly enough, you fast forward, shit, a little while later, you end up locked up. <laughs> shit crazy. How that shit come about? You end up going to jail yourself, right? You was telling me about that off camera. Bro, stupid ass shit. All right, let me tell you. So... One day it was about well one night it was probably about eleven twelve in the morning. I said I was gonna fin- I was about to go see this chick or whatever. As I'm getting ready to leave the house, I look at my weed in my grinder. And I say, should I take that with me? 
thought about it for a minute. I said, yeah, I'm going to take it with me. I want to I wanna smoke good and I want to fuck good. So I put it in the car, get in the car, get to driving. I'm not even two miles away from this girl's house, bro. Make a right turn by the light. I see the police on the left coming at the gas station. We kind of like lock eyes a little bit. Yeah. But I got my seatbelt on. I ain't thinking of nothing. Like, he ain't going to get behind me. Like, shit, he ain't got no reason to. Yeah. He got behind me anyway. Then he hit me. I had just got, had just got the Volkswagen. Mm. I hadn't put my new tags on there yet. Mm. I had them in the car. I just didn't have the, the screwdriver to put, the, put them on. I mm. procrastinate. Yeah, stupid yeah. shit. Yeah. So... They got behind me. Immediately when they got behind me, I thought about it. I got this 3.5 on me, this 3.5 of weed on me. I'm going to go and eat this shit. Yeah. I ate it. I had some water. It was easy. So I'm like, okay, if they pulling me over, shit, ain't nothing in Decent. Here. I'm decent. They hit the lights on my ass. I tried to pull over somewhere safe, but I was on a back road. Mm-hmm. So I ain't going to lie. I'm scared as fuck because mm-hmm. you know how the police get. I love this kid. Yeah, and we in Mad County. Yeah. So I pull over. I start getting my shit, my my license, my registration, you know, all the insurance, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Bro, I bullshit you not. I look up, there's six police out there. Mm-hmm. On your ass. They thought they had one. Bro, I'm like, what the fuck going on? Mm-hmm. And a Volkswagen, it was a Volkswagen CC Sport. It's a nice car, but it ain't mm-hmm. no dope boy car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, bro, you got one come to my side, you know, you got the other one come to the other side. Mm-hmm. I rolled down the window. I'm like, what's up? Don't you know this man snatched my door open? Mm. Try to snatch me out. He pulled me out. Told me where the dope at. I'm like, I ain't got no dope. As I'm getting out of the car, I'm like, I ain't got no dope. When you say dope, I'm thinking crack. Yeah, heroin. Yeah, like, like this this what we thinking. You know, our community. Mm. So they pulled me to the back of the car. They being super aggressive with me and, like, grabbing my nuts and Mm. shit. Like, you know, just being. Shit you like. I thought you were going to say shit you, you like. You just had to go there, dude. I thought you were going to say it's shit you like. always the gay my bad, shit. My bad, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad, bro. I thought you were going to say shit you so, like because this was what you were going through. So, listen. <laughs> they going through my car. Fucking my shit up, bro. Mm. Fucking my shit up. So, I'm, I'm still thinking I'm good. All of a sudden, I hear, got his ass. Mm. Like, What? Got his ass The <laughs> fuck they talking about I started thinking the worst I'm like these niggas Planted some coke on me And some yeah, shit yeah. Like, hey, Planted some dope on me bro I'm finna mm-hmm. go I'm go bye bye nigga Don't you know this man Came to me With my grinder And he unscrewed it You know it would be the residue At the bottom of it Pulled it out .3 grams bro mm-hmm. Bullshit These motherfuckers Took me to jail Tried to tow my car, mm-hmm. but one of my little female friends came and got that motherfucker. Not the one you was going to see. No, 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 no. Okay, that's how you was living bro, back you then. Huh? Some real rat shit, right hey, now. brother. Hey, brother. I ain't gonna stay in this orange for too long. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell it. <laughs> yeah. We should switch uniforms. Man, God damn, <laughs> she gonna see this shit. I had to lie for her to come get my car, but <laughs> damn. But anyway. They take me to jail. And here's the most degrading part. Nah, but yeah, remember, I ate the 3 5. Mm. I'm high as a motherfucker. Going in the jail. Booking, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm high as fuck. Mm. The black lady see me. 
And you know she looking at my paper, my paperwork. Mm. She like, I don't know why y'all just won't leave that weed alone. That, <laughs> that weed got my black man on, on a stronghold. Y'all can't leave that shit alone. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I am about to be back there like, with these motherfuckers. <laughs> shut up, shut the fuck up, bitch. I'm scared. <laughs> so this the most degrading part though. They take two me fingers in the, in the butt. No, Hole. no, nigga, no, nigga, stop. <laughs> <laughs> they took me into the the the, uh, the room where they do strip search. Oh, one on one, bro. I'm, hey I'm with this fucking white man. It's oh me. shit! Think about it. I Yo used type. To, I used to be the correction officer. Mm-hmm. Now I'm on the other end of the. You spectrum. used to be grabbing the nuts. Now you get your nuts grabbed. <laughs> <So> <laughs> he tell me. He, he just said, "Well, basing is get Nick." No, he said, "Take your stuff off." Damn. He said get naked. I think he said get naked. You try to switch it up. He said get naked. Get naked. <laughs> oh shit. All right. like, fuck, man. So I'm taking my shit out slow like I'm a motherfucker about to get raped or something. Taking out my shit slow. It cold as a motherfucker. My dick flaccid as hell. I know he's sitting there looking like, oh shit, my dick bigger than this nigga. He went home to his girl bragging about that shit. So he gave me my little my little mat and my blanket. Take me to the uh Take me upstairs to the pod. Whole time thinking like, "Fuck, bro, I'm gonna be in here with robbers, goddamn mm-hmm. murderers." You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you know, jail they they waiting to be sent off, yeah, sent yeah, to yeah. prison. Yeah, most of them. Yeah, so I walked to the door. A motherfucker we know say my name. I ain't gonna say his name. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Roscoe, this you?" I was like, "Yeah." He said, "What the fuck, you in here for?" <laughs> I said, "Shit, man, I had to beat a nigga up." Lie. So I got there point three. <laughs> So you know what I'm saying Me and him talk a little bit I get my mat Go to the back room Back of the room And I'm just looking at Looking at everybody Motherfuckers in there Writing rap lyrics Singing You know what I'm saying Like doing everyday shit That niggas do And I'm looking at everybody I see And I'm just I'm like damn Me and her you in here, Keenan, like they these are our people. Yeah. They only in here because they made one bad choice. You know what I'm saying? One fucking bad choice. So that kind of bothered me a little bit, but you know, I got used to that shit. Motherfucker at me, did I want some shit? Mm-hmm. I said, nah, hell nah. Mm-hmm. I don't want shit from you, bro. Yeah. Like, that means you shit, you gonna want me to suck your dick or something mm-hmm. after I don't want nothing from you. <laughs> so we chilling or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Shit time went by. I'm gelling. Everything good, shit, shit. I'm having my way in that motherfucker. Damn. Okay, he's a big dog <laughs> in that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck he dog. How long he was in that bitch? Eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, get the fuck out of here. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> this nigga talking about, I'm in that bitch jailing. I'm in that motherfucker doing my push up. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. I'm straight in that motherfucker, nigga. <laughs> nigga, he was in that bitch eight hours, nigga. You ain't see motherfucker. You went to the holding facility. You was in there, that bitch, and the fuck out of that motherfucker. <laughs> Bro didn't go to jail. <laughs> Bro went and took a nap. I took a nap, nigga. <laughs> he said, fuck out of here, bitch, jailing. Hell nah. Kevin Strickland, African-American man falsely accused of capital murder, only to be exonerated 40-plus years later. Central Park 4. Four African-American men falsely accused of rape only to be exonerated several years later. See, the reality is this. Rehabilitation should mean rehabilitation. Correction should be correction. 
So if we're going to put these people in correctional facilities, it should be some correction going on. I think the only thing that needs to be corrected is this faulty justice system. This is the Chabati Podcast. We'll get real, raw, authentic conversations. Until next time.